Hey, all of you ROI podcast listeners out there. Before we start today's show, I wanted to briefly reflect on what we've noticed some of the most successful people do to help accelerate their lives to meet their goals. And what it comes down to is developing a vision and implementing a plan to make that happen. I mean, it really breaks down to that. And in this episode of the ROI podcast, we're going to hear from someone who has some insight on how women can meet their professional management goals using the principles we discussed. Let's get to the episode. Hello, everyone. We are back with another episode of the ROI podcast. I'm Shane Simmons recording solo today. Appreciate you all tuning in and listening to the show. We've been recording this podcast now for about eight months, and in that time, we talked to a lot of managers, entrepreneurs, and some of the greatest leaders around our community in Indianapolis and around the country, too. And our guest today is going to talk about an issue we've dealt with as a society for forever, and that's the underrepresentation of women in executive-level positions and the trends that we're starting to see but also how women can take action to help move them forward and towards their goals. Men kind of run the, the corporate world still, and we see it in data, and it's something that we can't deny. That was Nicole Mitchell. Nicole works at Honda within the Indiana Office of Inclusion and Diversity, which works to develop inclusive strategies. Well, I'll let her explain it better. Um, inspiring inclusion here at Honda Manufacturing of Indiana, or HMEN, Um, as we call it, is really our slogan to create an inclusive and engaging environment for our our associates. And that encompasses everything from what we're doing externally in the community and working with different populations to, number one, get people excited about the automotive industry and expose them to all the really interesting and innovative things that we're doing here, but also internally making sure that we're creating equitable opportunities for development and promotions and moving up so we have that representation. That's important for many reasons, but Nicole brought up a statistic that many people may not realize, and that's only one in 10 senior leaders is a woman. And according to a McKinsey study with Lean In, we're actually seeing more female graduates being hired for those entry-level positions out of college, around 57%, but that's not translating to the executive positions, Nicole says. And I asked her why that is. You know, is it something that's sociological within our, in our culture? Well, here's what Nicole's response was. I think not as much as that used to. Um, women do still take on quite a bit of the household chores. Um, however, we're, we are starting to see a little more balance in um, the younger generation of males taking on some of those activities as well. And you're seeing more households having, you know, two people working um, and bringing in income there. So we're seeing some more balance. I don't think that it's necessarily that. I think, honestly, it's opportunity and understanding kind of how to navigate Um, the workplace to really position yourself to get opportunities and be thought of. I think that's probably our biggest challenge still. And that's what Nicole is going to help us understand. How can women, minorities, or anyone really, put themselves in position to succeed? One of the big things is take a step back sometimes and watch people. Um, I'm in a lot of meetings, and before I, i really engage some individuals as mentors and their formal and informal mentorships. 
And I think that's important to realize as well. Um, it was take a step back and watch how people interact and see where you can find a connection point because not everybody is going to be the best mentor for you. Um, and once you take that in and really see how people are interacting, it's really not being afraid to go up and say something like, hey, I really saw how you handled that meeting. I would love to sit down and pick your brain on what I could be doing to, to do better in meetings or think of a topic. I think one thing sometimes that people do, the mistake that people make with mentoring um, is they want someone to come in and kind of fix all of their problems and solutions. And sometimes it starts just with a simple question of, can I pick your brain about X? And it really helps somebody start to focus on how they can assist you. And everybody wants to help somebody else, right? So I think one of the biggest things is being mindful of what you're asking to really start that mentoring um, partnership. So step one, find mentors. Reach out to people you aspire to be like and pick their brain. Listen, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. Oftentimes, people have already accomplished what you want to, and they can help guide you in the right direction. This is something that's come up several times in our episode, and there's good reasoning behind it. Okay, next piece of insight. The interaction with your managers, I think sometimes we can be intimidated. Um, and I have to remember that with some of our younger associates that, man, they may not have had a ton of interaction with some of our senior leadership. And it's how do you make sure that you do have those interactions and you take advantage of them? Because as much as we want to think that we're hard workers and our hard work is going to get noticed, Sometimes it's also those relationships and networks and being exposed to your managers, having interactions, even if it's in a meeting by asking a question, those things really stand out. So those are two big ones that I would um, suggest people really be mindful of and take a look at. And they're pretty easy to start to implement today. One of the points that Nicole brought up when it came to mentoring was that women shouldn't only seek out other women to be their mentors. I mean, that's important, and women should definitely have some women mentors in their lives, but they should have a nice mix and have a male mentor as well, especially one who has had success in your field can be extremely valuable, Nicole says. The thing that I think is great is when we can have men mentoring women, it helps kind of break down barriers, and it really is a two-way street for learning, which excites me. I think that... Um, being able to share kind of how to maneuver the workplace politics as much as we don't want to say they exist, they really do exist. Um, and men do a fabulous job on that. And they can really help teach women and guide them on how to be successful and not taking away from who you are as a woman and who you are as a leader, but really helping you understand how to leverage um, your strengths to be successful in a company. I think that mentoring from the male perspective is crucial. I've had some fabulous mentors here and throughout my career that have really gotten me to the place that I am. And without them, I know that I probably wouldn't have understood how kind of the world works within the different companies. Um, so that's been great. But from the female, I think that they can also open the male's eyes in those mentoring relationships on challenges that they might not have been aware of. So we talked about the stat of men think that we're doing really well with women in senior leadership. But being able to have two-way communication through mentoring, um, I really think that you can break down some of those barriers and misconceptions and we can make steps, maybe greater steps than what we're currently making to create that um, equitable environment. Okay, lastly, Nicole recommends business resource groups within a company. 
So, for example, Honda has what they call LAMP, or Leadership Advanced Mentorship Program. This particular program is about a year long, and they take their members through different sectors of the company, including meeting with executives to help them better grasp what it takes to be at the executive level. Women have a tendency to say the success was a team success, which it was, but you played an integral role in the success of that team. Um, and really positioning that in yourself and your review process is an opportunity and a, a good tip to get you to move forward into those manager roles. And business resource groups allow women to have some of the training around that and discussions around that and kind of a safe space um, to be able to acknowledge it and provide and create ways to overcome those things. So I think BRGs are phenomenal assets to a company. And it also allows companies to ask questions of what are we missing? So if you have the viewpoint that women are not um, represented in management versus what management may think, business resource groups are a great way to have that dialogue to say, well, here's some things that we could do better, or you could communicate um, what's happening in the environment a little bit more to make it more inclusive and um, interesting and exciting for women. So to wrap things up, you've got to take action on finding a mentor, finding someone who can help guide you through the challenges you're going to face. Be active within your organization and talk to your managers. Ask them questions and really show them you're interested in taking on advanced roles. And finally, if your organization has a resource group, utilize that. Build your network, create new experiences, and stay persistent. There was a lot of valuable content and practices within this podcast episode that Nicole shared with us, and we really thank her for being on on the podcast here. What it comes down to, though, is we have to take action on these things. And this is very important for women who are wanting to you know, elevate their careers, move into those management executive level roles. I mean, think about it. Something like finding a mentor is something everybody should have. And also, you should be involved within your organization. Try and reach out to different people and see how the whole company operates at the different levels. And if you do that, you're really going to be putting yourself in that position to help propel your goals and your future. And that's going to do it for this episode of the ROI Podcast. We want to thank Nicole Mitchell from Honda for joining the episode. A lot of fantastic content that, that she provided us. So thank you so much to Nicole. And we also want to say thank you to all of our listeners out there. And be sure to subscribe to the ROI Podcast and leave us a review on iTunes. Let us know how we're doing. And we would love to hear any sort of ideas you would like for us to talk about here on the podcast. Other than that, have a wonderful day and we'll talk to you soon here on the ROI Podcast.